محمد هدينا خير المرسلين نرجو عطف الغالي طه بنذرا يروي سبحان الله سبحان الله What a beautiful nasheed Just to start the program this beautiful night About our beloved Muhammad Listen to the nasheed I'm going to ask my beloved engineer just to put it up again Just for another 10 seconds And my beloved senior respected for real Atul Ustad Hadrat Malana Salim Karim He's listening, listen to this Because our topic is The character, the akhlaq Of our beloved Nabiya Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Is a shining star for the world Listen to this, put it loud brother Every day Every day Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin afdhala salawatik Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin bi adadi kulli da'in wa da'in wa barik wa sallim 
میں بھی کتنا عجیب ہونا کتنا عجیب ہونا جب میں صحت مند ہوں تو اللہ کو بھول جاتا ہوں میں بھی کتنا عجیب ہونا جنازہ 
face are we going to face a lot of blood? I mean, mm. and when I sleep, I forget to make tawbah. Maybe kitna ajib ho. And when I'm angry, I forget to be tolerant. Mm. Where is the sabr? Mm. Where is mm. the patience? And when I go on journey, I forget to make dua to Allah. Ya Allah. We read the duas of Safar Manana. Haq Ustad. The shayar ne kaha ke kya chaan hai meri Allah ki. Look at the power of my Allah. Look at the mercy of my Allah. Look at the rahmat of my Allah. Wo phir bhi nawasta hai. Allah still gives us more and more. Wo kabhi nahi bhoolta. Allah never ever forget. How much of nafarmani we do? Allah is still feeding us. How much of gunas we commit? Allah is still forgiving us. Ya shan hi meri Allah. Look at the maqam of my Allah, my Creator, my Rabb. Wo phir bhi nawasta hai. With all the gunas that we make and the wrongdoing, Allah is so kind and generous, so merciful. Wo nahi bhoolta hai. Saying in Arabic, 
that you are disobeying Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And verbally you're expressing your love. How can this happen? It's very strange. Hazar fil amri badiun. This is very strange. That on one side is disobedient, and on the other side you're professing, I love you. How can this happen? Direct opposite. Because when the principle of love is what? Mm. When I love you, I'll be obedient to you. Of course. If I love you, I'll be obedient to you. So those Allah Ta'ala grant us so peace. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. We started that, that uh, 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 <laughs> I know you're touching the hearts uh, this evening, and I see many, many listeners already uh, sending their questions in. And of course, you're speaking about uh, the great, the greatest one, uh, the greatest human being on earth, our beloved noble master, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I just want to read two questions, uh, uh, two messages for you, Ustad, before we go for our uh, Isha Azhan. Sister Anisa, she says, Mulana Salim Karim, you just made my heart beat skip when you said Tera Nam Satar Ghaffar Hey, Allah Akbar Ustad. Allah Akbar. And the other one says, Mahajira from Johannesburg says, Mulana Salim, we love our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But sometimes it's it's not easy to carry out all the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But we love him. This is Mahajira Ustad. For the first sister, this is when Allah Ta'ala puts it in your heart. Mm. You know, this is what Tawbah is all about, Mulana. We make so many gunas. Day and night, Mulana, we are hiding from people. We're doing gunas secretly. But Allah Ta'ala, sometimes, mm. you know, there's a hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that when you start your day in the morning with a good deed mm. and you end it with a good deed, Allah Pak says to the angel, whatever my banda has done in between, usko kabool karlo, write it down as neki. Subhanallah. Ataibu minat zambi kamala zambala. A person who repents sincerely mm. is as if he never committed that guna. So, you know, when you when you feel hurt inside, Molana, you feel that you have done bad. Many times we make guna, Molana. When a person commits zina, let's go to that, the highest of gunas you can commit, Molana. When he completes the act or she completes that act, Molana, she feels worse than an animal. <laughs> a filth, napak, kulfatan, as the old people used to say. Ya Allah. <laughs> Whenever you commit guna, you'll never ever find happiness, Molana. Your whole body is shivering. Allah can rip this body into pieces. Because Allah gave you this body as an amanat, Allah ki. Zindagi be bandagi sharmindagi. The life you lead, with, lead without Allah's ibadat, zindagi, beautifully rhymed, zindagi means your life. Be bandagi, mm. without Allah's worship, sharmindagi will bring you disgrace on the day of Qiyam. Allahu Akbar. Mm. So here is the sister who is saying that her heart is touched because she knows her Rabb. She knows her ta'alluq with Allah. She knows the love she has for Allah. She knows what's the consequences if she's going to meet her Allah mm-hmm. and Allah is disappointed with her. Allah is naraz with her. So that's what I said. Gee, maybe kitna ajeeb hoon. 
that at night when I go, Toba karna bhul jata ho. Forget to make Toba. How many of us will sleep tonight, Polana? We won't wake up tomorrow morning. Ya Allah. Look at insan's halat, Malana. When you were born, you couldn't bath yourself. See, the nurse, the maternity ward, she's cleansing you. When you die, you can't even bath yourself. The people at the Ghusl Khana, the burial society, mm. is giving you Ghusl. Kis baat ki fasar karte ho tum? Hey, insan, why are you so arrogant? You see, when a baby is born, Malana, mm. the fist of a baby is closed. Inshallah, if any of you have babies right now, mm-hmm. look at your baby that's sleeping, Mulana. Allah. So see, the first is closed. What is it the indicator? Everything is mine. And when you see a person who's passed away, mm. his fingers are open, his hands are open. I'm going empty-handed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the fourth promise, that Allah will not punish them while they seek forgiveness. The sister who said, it's very hard to follow the sunnah. No. Apni adat ko ibadat banado. Simple formula I'm giving you. Mm. What is routinely you are doing? Just make a need. Oh Allah, help me and guide me to do it according to this. We all have to eat, Molana. We all have to visit the toilet. We all have to take a bath. We all have to put our clothes on. We have to sleep at night, Malana. We all. It's nothing extraordinary. It's normal duty. All you need to do is to just remind and conscientize yourself that if I enter the toilet, I enter with my left foot. I read my dua. I cover my head. When I'm finished, see, I read the dua. And I leave with my right foot. Mm. When I eat, I say, Bismillah, eat with my right hand. Is it so difficult, Malana? Mm. You know, once Rasulullah sent a delegation to Iran, mm-hmm. and the king gave them the protocol, respect to the Sahaba. The food was laid out, the Dastar Khan was laid out, the waiters, mashallah, top uniform, well-trained, because these are guests of the king, the best of best. So one Sahabi of Rasulullah while eating, a morsel of food fell from his hand on the Dastar Khan. Mm-hmm. So his immediate reaction was to pick it up and put it in his mouth. And mm-hmm. So the waiter reprimanded the Sahabi and said, this is against the protocol of the king. If anything falls on the ground, you don't pick it up and eat it. That Sahabi said to that waiter, I will not leave the sunnah of my Habib, sallallahu alayhi wa for these idiots and fools, I will not sacrifice the sunnah of mm. my habib, sallallahu alayhi wa You just have to be firm and you need to be stern. And inshallah, Allah will make it easy. And the day you start bringing the sunnah of Rasulullah in your life, Allah will bring rahat in your life. Allah will bring barakat in your life. Till your wife will be obedient. Your husband will be obedient. Mm. Your children will be obedient. Your staff will be obedient. Your helpers at home will be obedient. And even the animals that you have will be obedient. SubhanAllah. The barakat. Because who was Rasulullah? Taj ki hajat nati. You see, when you are king, Mulana, they have to put the crown. You see the king or the queen of, India, of England. They put mm. the crown for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
because that's her identification, and the king, mashallah, they put for him crown. But who was Rahmatullil Alameen? Taj he hajjid nati. He didn't need any crown to give him recognition. Taj ka sultan He was a king without a crown. It was the akhlaq. What was the, the crown of Rasulullah? It was his akhlaq. He was behtareen. Taj ki hajjid nati. Rasulullah didn't require a crown to give him that recognition. Betaj ka sultan He was a king without any crown. And what was the crown of Rasulullah? It was his sunnah. Eight minutes after nine, South African time. Don't go away, my beloved, beautiful listeners. Just sit where you are. Just sit, put wherever you are right now. Because my beloved Fadila Tulistadi is going to be touching on the akhlaq. And I've got a few questions to ask him as well. One says here, how do we get the akhlaq, the character of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in our daily lives? How do we apply it? This anonymous sister in Newcastle. One says here, but Mulana Salim, he made so much of sacrifices, so much of kurbani. How come we can't do it? This is from Springs. He had two stones tied on his belly. Why can't we do it? And somebody just sent a message right now, says, but uh, with respect, Mulana Salim, but if we eat with our fork and knife, I don't see anything wrong in that. We always go out for takeaway food, and we used to eat by fork and knife. Let's go for the Isha Azan. And I want to know and I want to hear what our beloved Fadilatul Ustad is going to advise us. The character. How do we apply that akhlaq of our beloved Nabi Kareem Muhammad Mustafa Janab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. خير المرسلين نرجو عطف الغالي طه بنذرا يروينا حبيبي طه على الخلق جاه أثنى رب الكون عليك بآي أوحاها Muhammad, my dearest, your love is the sweetest. I love you, your ways, forever, every day. Sixteen minutes after nine. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. It's a night of Yomul Jumu'ah. It's the sixth of Rabi'ul Awal, fourteen forty-two. And of course, our beloved Fadilatul Ustad 
touching on our beloved noble master, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because next week, I'm just looking at the calendar here. Next week, Wednesday night will be the 12th of Rabi'ul Awal. Next week, Wednesday night. I think maybe uh, regarding the birth of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I will ask my beloved Fadilatul Ustad, inshallah, maybe to touch that next week, Thursday, on the birth. Because many, many people are listening this evening. Many, many, many people. Somebody says, Mulana, we're actually crying and listening to our beloved uh, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim Damad Barakat to whom? This is from Mayfair West. Ustad, let's go back to him. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what true muhabbat is, Mulana, when hmm. you just hear Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi salatu wa salam's name. Your heart starts beating faster. It is the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mulana wallahu alazim, the other day I was sitting and thinking, I am 62 years old. Mm-hmm, Still young, alhamdulillah. Okay. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was 63 years old when he passed. Too. Allah. Wallahu alazim, Mulana, I was sitting, I'm trying to fathom mm. that in, from the time Rasulullah got Nabuat at the age of 40, mm-hmm. Till he passed away at the age of 63, 23 years of Rasulullah's life. What a great achievement. An entire revolution throughout the world till the day of Qiyamat Murana. No individual, no government, no personality ever, ever achieved this. Allah. At such a young age. Mm. Can you imagine the ruhaniyat, the power, the strength, and Allah's nur and marifat Rasulullah had. Mawana, you and I at the age of 62, 63, what are we doing, Mawana? Mm, Ustad. Mm. Just, I was just sitting, Wallahu Azim, it, it just took me by surprise. That tum kya karte ho? What did you do? <laughs> Allah gave you 62 years of life. What did you do? Bachpan khel kood mein guzar gai. When we were young, little babies and toddlers, we enjoyed ourselves. We had fun. When Allah gave us youth and we were teenagers, jawani masti mein guzar gai. Great fun we are having, Mawlana. When we said, okay, never mind, let us enjoy life. We are young. Mm-hmm. Inshallah, when we get old, Allah ki kareeb ho jaoge. We will get closer to Allah. To burhaafi susti mein guzar gai. When we came to old age, now we've got sickness, we've got issues. We can't read salah, we can't do certain things. So our time is wasted. So really, Mulana, we all need to sit back. But ask yourself, from the day I became Baalikh, mm. each one of you are different. Maybe the girls get Baalikh before the boys. But generally, the Fukaha takes from the age of 13 and 15 to say that a person has become Baalikh. Yes, a girl starts menstruating, she's Baalikh. See, subhanAllah, a young boy, mashallah, his beard starts growing. Alhamdulillah, his voice cracks. Mm. He's a sign of, alhamdulillah, maturity. From that time, ask yourself, how much of my life have I spent in the obedience of Allah and in the obedience of Rasulullah? Mm. You will cry tears. The other day I was working out, you know, the salah of a person who passed away. Mm. Many of us, 20, 30, 40 years ago, we are not so religiously inclined. Alhamdulillah, Allah gives the ulama of this country, Ajri Azim. He brought about a revolution. Every town had a hits class. Every town is having a Darul Uloom. Mm. Now we have alimas and muallimas. We have 
great scholars in this country and deen is spreading. We are conscious of namaz. So many of us are sahibi tarbid. Mm. From the day you become Bali, you never missed one namaz and made one namaz qaza. What a great honor it is. We have so many young boys and so many young girls who are sahibi tarbid from the time they became Bali. The first namaz that became Farz on them up till today, they never missed one qaza. Subhanallah. What mm. a great honor, Malana. Mm. You and I, can we recall from the age of 13, 14, if I got Bali, Malana? Never, Ustad. <laughs> so, just Malana, we have to think about this. What Rasulullah achieved in 63 years, Malana, it is something that is out of this world. It's absolutely mind-boggling. It's absolutely unimaginable. And this is the shan of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, yes, Mulana, you had some questions mm. before the break. Usab, there's also another uh, uh, listener. Uh, she's a revert. She says, can we compare 1,400 years ago in today's time? So, Ustad, I think maybe, inshallah, let's go step by step. Uh, because you're touching on the akhlaq and the character, because the questions are so many. Uh, one says he made so much of qurbani, how come we can't do it? One says he had two stones tied on his belly, why can't we do that? But if uh, somebody says, uh, but if we eat with our fork and knife, I don't see anything wrong in that, uh, Ustad. So, so, so let, let's, let's leave it over to you. Somebody says, how do we get the akhlaq of Nabi Sallallahu in our daily lives? How do we apply it, Ustad? All right, first and foremost, let's take the answer to the last question first, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do we apply the sunnah? Malana, one of the best ways to do is to read kitabs and books mm-hmm. on the seerah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Because obviously, sahaba kiram, day and night, they were in the khidmat of Rasulullah. They were in the company of Rasulullah. Mm. They observed everything. They followed Rasulullah's action to the T. So, if you want the Sunnah of Rasulullah, it's a beautiful book which is called the Sunnah. Mm. It deals with every aspect of Rasulullah's life. As I said earlier on, how did Rasulullah sleep? How did he walk? How did he talk? How did he eat? How did he go to the toilet? Every aspect of your life that you and I experience, Alhamdulillah, this is the beauty of a Muslim. Allah made the Quran tibiyanan li kulli shay. Mm. Every aspect of human life, Allah has explained. Embryology is such an important aspect. See, how a child is conceived, Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. From way to way, Allah brings, you know, Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah brings awliya Allah. What a unique system and nizam of Allah. Mm. If you just study the embry- embryology that Allah has mentioned in the Quran, from the time a child is conceived, the different stages of pregnancy. And finally, when the child is born, what a beautiful baby, Murana, from one drop of sperm mm. to way to way Allah brought you, that Allah has given you the title, One person, he got George Murana. Mm-hmm. He said to his wife, if you're not more beautiful than the moon, talaq to you. Hmm. Ah, dekho. He, he got George one day. Uh-huh. He said to his wife, if you are not more beautiful than your wife, than the moon, then talaq to you. Now he's worried. Is my nikah valid? Is this, tika, uh, this talaq valid or not? 
They ask all the Muslimi kiram of that zamana. They said, yeah, because nothing can be more beautiful than the moon. So I think they went to Imam Abu Hanifa, uh-huh. one of the students of Imam Abu Hanifa. Said, this is a question. A person got jaws one day. He looked at his wife's beauty and he said, well, if you're not more beautiful than the moon, you are talaq. Sure. Sometimes we joke, Mulana, we joke, don't play with talaq. Talaqun jidduhunna jiddun. Haqusta. Three things, if you are really meaning it, it will, it will be valid. And even if you are joking, it will be valid. What are those three things is nikah? If a person in the presence of two witnesses mm. with the mahar stipulated mm-hmm. says that I wish to marry this lady that's in front of me and she accepts in the presence of two witnesses, this is the technical aspect. The sunnah is that inshallah, la nikah illa biwali. No nikah without the permission of the guardian of the girl. One. And Rasulullah said, make elan of the nikah in the masjid. Mm. Announce the, the nikah mm. and have a simple nikah. And cherry on the top of nikah is to, inshallah, host the walima. Simple walima. So, three things you mustn't joke with Rasulullah. Secondly, you mustn't joke with talaq. If you are eating on the table and you're talking about divorce and marriage and you're just joking, you tell your wife, you know what, I'm giving you three talaq. You can go, cut your bags and go. No, no, the three talaq is valid. You are now haram for your husband because you gave her three talaq. You can't turn around and say, you know what, I was joking. It's too late. So Rasulullah said, Salasun jidduhunna jiddun. When you mean it, it is meant. And if you joke, it is real and it can be accepted. <laughs> so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, beautiful deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So yes, Mulana, we're coming back to the question. Mm. Hmm. That you know that how we can inshallah implement the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in our lives. First and foremost, let's read books on the seerah of Rasulullah, seerah Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Such hmm. beautiful books have been written by authentic scholars. Great, great ulama have written, you know, such beautiful facts and figures about the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. There's so many kisses, there's so many series, yes. hmm. there's so many lectures of ulama. Alhamdulillah. In that way, you will educate yourself and your information on the seer of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Number two, the brother said it's very difficult in this zamana that insha'Allah aziz. You see, whether it's 1400 years ago or whether it's today, yes. the deen of Sharia won't change the Quran. Not a dot has changed in the Quran. Allah and no one ever will ever change a single dot in the Quran. Forget an ayat or a word in the Quran. Allah Ta'ala says, Inna nahnu nazzalna dhikra wa inna We have revealed the Qur'an and we will protect the Qur'an. So it's not about time and era. That zamana was olden days zamana and this is new zamana. Yes, Ustaz. it's old and new zamana, Qur'an and Sunnah will always remain the same till the day of Qiyamah. No change will come. Yes. Bring your actions to conform with the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is such a great sunnah to eat with your hand. Mm. Ask the scientists. You see, Allah has made your fingers. Mm. Morana, look at, imagine if our fingers were Morana, stuck. There was no joints. Like yeah, each finger, yeah, because mm. There were three, three grooves. Yeah, Morana, you can bend your finger. You bring it in 90 degrees. Subhanallah. Imagine if our fingers were just stuck mm. and straight. 
You couldn't even hold a cup. You couldn't even hold a teaspoon. At least thank Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala designed your hands so beautifully. Look at your body. See how beautifully Allah designed your body. But scientists have proven that, you see on your fingertips, mm. there are certain juices and certain secretions that helps with the digestion of the food. Today, 1400 years ago, Rasulullah said, eat with your fingers. Mm. Today, scientists have proved that there's great benefit for those who eat with their hands because your fingertips, they secrete a juice, they secrete something that is so beneficial that helps in the digestion of the food. It is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you eat with a fork or a knife, mm. you can poke your face. You don't get the real taste. See how Allah ta'ala made it. That with your fingers, mashallah, as you bring it to your nose, Mulana, mm. alhamdulillah, you can smell the food is off or it's not off. Yes, Ustad. Mm. Just, just understand, just look at the whole philosophy of eating with your hand, Mulana. How beautifully, how Allah has synchronized that you pick up the lukma of food, you can feel that the, whether the food is hot or is cold. Am I right, Malala? Mm, is the curry mm. hot or is it cold? Mm, 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 mm. Can you do that with a fork, Malala? Can you do that with a spoon? No. Mm. Just, just understand it. I'm not trying to criticize the yes, brother, but I'm just trying to bring in proper perspective that how beautifully every sunnah of Rasulullah, fitrat Allah, everything is a natural way. So, alhamdulillah, first and foremost, you touch the food. Subhanallah. As you bring it closer to your mouth, you start smelling. Subhanallah, the food is very delicious, or it's off, or it's too strong. Then you bring it, inshallah, to your lips, then your tongue, and then you push it in. Subhanallah. So, can that be achieved with a fork and a knife? I don't really think so. Even if it's going to be of any benefit to mm. you, that is not the way of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Number two, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the person who washes his hand before meals and whoever washes his hand after meals. The reason we want to use the fork and knife, Morana, some of us, is that we ask the meals, we don't want to wash our hands. Yes. <laughs> because this is the tariqah of the Christians or the, the non-Muslims, that they eat with a fork and knife. And the saddest part, Morana, you see Muslims eating with the left hand. So the fork has to be in the left hand. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. <laughs> If that fork is sharp, you can poke your tongue, you can poke your lips, you can hurt somebody, you can hurt your jaws, you can hurt your palate, you can do so many things. So just get on the sideline. But it is the sunnah of Rasulullah that before meals, wash your hands, after meals, wash your hands. Mm. One of the benefits that Allah will give to you by doing and practicing on the sunnah is that if you are in debt, and thinking that this is the sunnah of my Habib Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to wash my hands. And Allah will make it easy for your debt to be paid out. Promise in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A person was eating with his left hand. Mm. Those who eat with the fork and knife, one the left hand. Some of us still drink with the left hand. You see in so many functions. Number three, people stand and eat, they stand and drink. Janwar kitara, like mm. animals. There's a difference. Allah has made insan unique. 
every action of insan should be unique also. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw this person eating with his left hand. And the Surah said, please eat with your right hand. Mm-hmm. And he made mazak of the Prophet, made a joke. He says, no, I can't use my right hand. My right hand is not working. I'll eat with my left hand. Who's he, who is he talking to? Astaghfirullah. <laughs> Making a joke. Kisi sunnat ki mazak kabi mat karna. Don't ever ridicule a sunnat of Rasul. You don't want to practice on it, keep your mouth closed. Yes. Hmm. Allah will give you hidayat, you'll get it right. But never ever make mazak because Allah will punish you in the world. So this person is now challenging Rasulullah. Rasulullah said, eat with your right hand. He said, hmm. My right hand is not working. I'll eat with my left hand. Rasulullah said, well, may, may Allah make your right hand like that. And his hand was paralyzed the rest of his life because he spoke a lie to Nabi Kareem. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Ya Allah. So coming back to that person who said to his wife, that you're not more beautiful than the moon, talaq to you. To all the ulama, they said, well, now the nikah is over. Imam Abuani for Rahmatullahi, one of his students said, no. Nikah is still intact. So they said, what proof you got? Mm. He says, Allah Ta'ala says, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ تَقْوِيمٍ We created man the most beautiful. There can be nothing beautiful than insan. Allah. So nikah is valid. Subhanallah. Carry on with your married life. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Mm. Any other questions, Allah Akbar. Somebody says here, one Ustad, uh, is it a sunnah to sit and drink? That's one of the questions. Somebody says here, how do we humble ourselves like our Prophet, sallallahu alayhi like our Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Maybe because he is rahmatul lil alameen. Somebody says here, is it a sunnah to eat with your topi on, Ustad? These are the questions that are coming in so far. No, great sunnah is to read, to put your topi on and also for our mothers and sisters to wear a scarf uh-huh. when you go to the toilet cover your head this is adab this is respect and from the sunnah of Rasulullah when you go to the toilet have your hair covered this jinnat and napak and filth this is the place where Iblis and Shayateen live that's why Rasulullah said Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-khubus wal khabais Allah seek protection from Iblis and his family when you go to the toilet, cover your hair. Many of us go into the toilet without a scarf, without a dupatta. Many of us as men, we just rush into the toilet, no topi. It is one of the sunnah of Rasulullah Cover your head. Number two, to sit and eat, Marana, mm. one of the great sunnah of Rasulullah. To put the dastar khan on the floor, Marana, you have no idea. We haven't tried it. You see, this mm. is the problem. We have seen the West and we brought that system into our homes. It has become a norm. Yes, those who are sickly, who are elderly, who have got knee problems, arthritis, they can't sit on the floor. It's impossible virtually. For them, it's a different thing. I'm healthy. I'm, I'm, I'm asking our listeners, if mm. you love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and I know you love Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
Let's make, inshallah, a pact. Let's make an agreement I tonight. Mean, yes. Inshallah, from mm. tomorrow, I'm going to try at least one meal. Slowly, slowly, I'm going to, inshallah, introduce that we all sit on the floor on the Dastar Khan and eat. At least one meal, Mulana, at least once in your lifetime. If there's anything else you can produce on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will ask you, which sunnah of my Habib sallam, did you ever practice on? Allah will say, name one. Yes. If you can say, Alhamdulillah, oh Allah Rabbul Alameen, I sat on the floor on one occasion just to imitate and follow the sunnah of my Habib. I'm requesting to all our listeners. Yes, we all have beautiful dining rooms, mashallah. Mm-hmm. We have beautiful kitchens, immaculate, subhanallah, out of this world. But one day, inshallah, just with the intention of following the sunnah and reviving the sunnah of Rasulullah, make a beautiful dastakhan. Even if it's round, it's better. Even if it's made out of leather, inshallah, that dastakhan. But one day, with your whole family sit down with this near Allah. This is how my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sat with his family and children and mm-hmm. Allah, I want to emulate the sunnah of my Rasulullah. The person who revives the sunnah of Rasulullah, Allah will give them the, the sawab and reward of hundred shuhada. Imagine you die in the path of Allah, you are martyred in the path of Allah. What sawab Allah gives to you? Allah is giving you hundredfold of shaheed sawab just because you revive the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mm-hmm. So, brother, please, whenever we go to a function, wash your hands. Number two, always sit and drink. Whether you are in public place or wherever you are, try and find a place to sit down. Mm-hmm. I know it's thirsty. You are dying to drink a glass of water or a bottle of water. Take three sips. Alhamdulillah. Breathe the dua. Alhamdulillah. When you drink a glass of cold water. And drink water cold so that, inshallah, when it goes down your gullet, that alhamdulillah must come from your heart. What a great ni'mat this is to have a glass of cold water. <laughs> so let's practice the sunnah of Rasulullah. Let's try. I'm not saying I'm forcing you, but I'm saying let's at least once in your lifetime. <laughs> slowly, slowly, you will see the benefit of you'll eat less. You want to lose weight, Malana. <laughs> Allahu lazim, sit and eat. You know what happens? One of the sunnahs <laughs> of Rasulullah and the reasoning behind it is that, Malana, you press your stomach. Your, your stomach is not fully open. Mm. You will eat with moderation and you have a few portions, mashallah, and you feel that, alhamdulillah, my tummy is filled up. So your thighs is pushing against your stomach and your belly, alhamdulillah. So it's, it's like squeezing the stomach mm. and you'll eat less. And inshallah, you know, uh, the, the, the king of Iran, when they sent a team of doctors to Medina, mm-hmm. when they heard about the nabuat of Rasulullah, those doctors, for six months they were in Medina. Not one single Sahabi went to them. Not a single patient. So after that they were leaving. They went to Rasulullah and said, Ya Rasulullah, we'd like to ask you a question. How is it that your Sahaba, but one of them have taken ill? We haven't seen one patient. Rasulullah smiled and said to them, mm. I've disciplined my Sahaba. They eat when they are only hungry. Mm. And when they are eating and still there's an urge for more, for more serving, they stop. The doctor said, Wallahi, that's the best remedy that you will not get sickness and you will not get become obese. Well, no, we have become obese. We want prawns on the table. Huh? You want chicken on the table. You want beef on the table. You want chicken on the table. What are you doing to your digestive system? Eat one. The sunnah of Rasulullah is supposed to have one meal, one dish 
on the table. Okay, we have diabetic. Yeah. We have people, understandable. Alhamdulillah, mm. you've got to cook separately for them. It's a different meal. Alhamdulillah. But for generally, why can't we just have one meal? Mm. That is why we have got so much of, you are what you eat, Mulana. How is it that you're going to digest prawn? How are you going to digest fish? How are you going to steak, mutton? Mulana, Allahu Akbar. What zulum are you making to the stomach? Eat with moderation. Eat one dish. That's the sunnah of Rasul. Try and bring that also into our lives. Because every day we have to eat one. Alhamdulillah. Yes, certain families have a whole menu made out, mashallah, Monday curry kitchen. I know you love curry kitchen, Mulana. Oh, too much, Ustad. Too much. Gee, subhanallah. I'm, I'm, I'm still with the listeners. One day we're going to, inshallah, trap you. No, don't. Eat <laughs> we're going to trap you, inshallah. Don't worry. So we've got 18 minutes left, right, to start. So, so we've got about seven questions. I'm, I'm going to read all out. Maybe, inshallah, Ustad can guide whichever, whichever okay. one you want to no start. No problem. We don't have much time. One says here, is it a sunnah to sleep with wudu on? That's one. The other one no. says, is it sunnah to sleep on your right hand side? Why not on your left hand side? Dear Molana Salim Karim. That's another question. The other question says, is it sunnah to be intimate with your wife on a Thursday night? Why Pacific Thursday night? Anonymous, Ustad. Somebody says here from, um, this is from, uh, okay, this is from Johannesburg, Ustad. Is it sunnah to put surma? My wife says it makes me look like a girl. And the other one says from Durban, is it sunnah to tell your wife every night before we sleep, I love you? I'm tired of saying I love you. Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let's come back to the first question quickly. Ji, Ustad. Is it sunnah to, to sleep what wudu on? It's a great sunnah. There's a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, that whoever sleeps with wudu, Allah ta'ala has angels who protect you throughout the night. Mm. Alhamdulillah, there's great sawab and great reward that you sleep with wudu and whatever du'as you make, whatever tilawat you make, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you protection. Allah. So we must make a habit, Mulana, inshaAllah, Imagine you passed away, uh-huh. you made wudu, you read your Quran and everything, you're in the state of wudu, you read the shahadat, and Allah knows best, more was written for you. What a beautiful way to leave this dunya. Mm. So yes, it's a great form of ibadah, the great sunnah of Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I don't have all the fazail in front of me. Uh, the question just has come now. Inshallah. But yes, it's a sunnah of the Prophet. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Try and make a habit before you go to sleep. Mm. At least make wudu. Yes, you made your wudu, you read your zikr, and you passed wind or your wudu broke, whatever uh-huh. it is. It's uh-huh. fine. At least you made wudu and you went and sat. Mm. Second well, question, Mara. Is it sunnah to sleep on your right hand side? Why not on our left hand side to start? Allah, you know, Allah Ta'ala has designed this heart, you know, ask the, the cardiologist uh-huh, uh-huh. how, how the heart works and how the heart and the blood circulation. SubhanAllah, the great sunnah of Rasulullah is to sleep on the right. There's no pressure on the heart, Mulana, you sleep on the left. Mm. The heart and the vessels, the blood vessels are all suppressed. There's great uh, uh, research papers of why it is such a great sunnah of Rasulullah to sleep on your right-hand side and not mm. on your left-hand side. So it is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, put your right hand under your right cheek, insha'Allah, and sleep on the right hand side. Mm. That's a great sunnah. Try to do that. Try to be practical. Alhamdulillah. Great, great reward. Mm. I see the questions are coming in, Ustad. Is it sunnah to be intimate with your wife on a Thursday night, Ustad? Why specifics per Thursday night, Ustad Anonymous? For tonight, will be eat for everybody, Mulana. What a question the brother asked. Us, so, I don't know. Subhanallah. <laughs> 
one of the great sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he comes of the adab of Yawmul Jum'ah, Mulana, uh-huh. is to make ghusl. And the ghusl that you make, with the same ghusl and wudu, you can perform your Jum'ah Salah. And there's a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that whoever also makes his wife take ghusl for the day of Yawmul Jum'ah, mm. Allah will grant them great reward for every step. Allah is forgiving them and raising their darajat. So that is why the ulama ikram have mentioned that it's better to be intimate with your wife, even tonight or tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. so that he also gets the opportunity to make ghusl. Subhanallah. Great wisdom behind it. That subhanallah, from one Jum'ah to the next Jum'ah, is kafarai zunub. Allah is forgiving your gunas. Number two, when you are intimate with your wife, your entire body is relaxed. When you're going, you are standing in front of Allah with the maqam of ihsan. You're reading your salah with such concentration. No thoughts are going in your mind about the beauty of your wife, about sexual thoughts going into your mind is so pure, your heart is so pure, and you're reading salah for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the wisdom. Islam is full of hikmat and wisdom. Everything that you do has a, a reason behind it. So yes, this is a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu mm. that whoever shall be intimate with his wife on the day of on the night of Yomul Jum'ah or the day of Yomul Jum'ah and makes himself and his wife take a ghusl, alhamdulillah, there's great reward in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu mm. So it's left to you. Tonight is the night of Eid, inshallah. And you want to follow the hadith? I leave it to your discretion and your imagination. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. The question says here, is it sunnah ustad, surma? My wife says it makes me look like a girl who started. The great sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is one of the sunnahs of the Anbiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Every night used to apply surma. It's not mm. making you look like a girl. It gives you, it enhances the beauty, one. Number two, it strengthens the eyesight. It strengthens the muscles in the eye. It's a great sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Every night Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to apply ismik. It was a surma that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And whenever Rasulullah traveled, he had seven things with him. He had a miswak with him. He had the scissors with him. He had a surma dani with him. He had, he had a stick that he used to use to scratch. Alhamdulillah. So this is one of the sunnahs of Rasulullah. Even in Safar, when Rasulullah was on journey, he always carried a surma dani. So you're not looking like a girl. No, inshallah. It enhances the beauty. And because it strengthens the eyesight, Alhamdulillah, a great sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sure. Ustaz, I don't think we're going to finish with all these questions. We've got about 12 minutes. Mulana Salim, is it sunnah to tell your wife every night before we sleep, I love you, Ustaz, I love you? Subhanallah, when you make assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ji, can Allah ta'ala keep you salamat? Yeah. Well, we saying I mm. love you. Mm. We only say love you when we work with matlab, Mulana. It is, it is, it's such a nice thing to do that at the end of the day, husband and wife ask each other for forgiveness that, you know, I couldn't do certain things that you had asked me to do. I'm asking you for maaf, please forgive me. Mm. What a great sunnah it is. Give them a hug, alhamdulillah, kiss them. So it shows that you're generating love. You appreciate your spouse. You care for her, alhamdulillah, for whatever she's done. And how nice it would be tomorrow, Mulana. If you didn't do certain things that your wife had asked you mm. and she passed on, how would it make you feel the rest of your life that I couldn't fulfill the wishes of my wife? And so easy to say, Zakmullahu khairan 
for being such a wonderful partner and such a wonderful mother to my children mm. and what a beautiful wife for me. So subhanallah, these words of friendship, muhabbat, mm. kindness, it brings love between the couple. It brings so much of rahat and sukoon. You just don't want to be out of the arms of your wife, Mulana. Mm. How long does these things take, Mulana? Does it cost money? No. Rasulullah used to kiss his wife. Subhanallah. Let me tell you two things, Mulana. I'm just reading this hadith here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, Ta'ala says, you know, and I used to drink water. Rasulullah was so observant that the place where I put my mouth on the glass, Rasulullah would put his mouth exactly on the same spot and drink the water. Number two, whenever there was a bone, a piece of meat with bone, I would chew the meat and the bone, and I would leave the bone. Uzzah would pick that bone up and put his mouth exactly where I chewed it from. Isn't this love? This mm-hmm. is not love. This is love. This is showing appreciation. Mm-hmm. So to mm-hmm. say to your wife, yes, I love you, subhanAllah. I love you for the pleasure of Allah. It's a sunnah of Rasulullah. Allah. When you love your Muslim brother, tell him, make it known to them. Yes. I love you for the sake of Allah. Allah so Akbar. Here's the hadith, Mawlana. Mm, subhanallah. If you say to your wife, what? imagine she's, she smiles at you, Mawlana. Mm, mm, Can you imagine the sukoon, the peace that she was going to sleep with? That my husband has no grievance against me, no malice against me. No hatred against me, subhanAllah. May Allah keep all the couples I mean, like this. That, <laughs> you're going to love you, 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 you're going to love for the question after this. Uh, uh, not this one now, after this Ustad. But anyway, somebody says, is it sunnah to eat from the same plate? Husband and wife they eat from one plate. He, uh, the brother says, I feel it's dirty and you can get sick. Anonymous Ustad. Allah Akbar. Mm. Mm. said, Surul Mu'min Shifaun. Ah. The leftover of your Muslim brother, Allah has kept Shifa and Kiyah. I'm just telling you now, uh-huh. when Rasulullah would drink from the same spot, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala saying, how can the person say it is dirty? A sunnah, again, we need to watch our yes, words. Ustad, yes. If we don't understand the sunnah, you can lose your iman by making those types of statements. We should make tawbah for that and say, Allah, I've made a mistake. We need to rakat talaf with tawbah. Because Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa practically showed us. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, putting a morsel of food with love into the mouth of your wife is an act of charity. Allahu Akbar. Like how this person is objecting, somebody said, but ya Rasulullah, that is lust. What's not? It's last. So Rasulullah asked the person a question. If you put that same morsel of food in a na-mahram's mouth, mm. what will that be? That will be zina, that will be kuna and sin. So even a morsel of food that you put in your wife's mouth is an act of charity. So subhanAllah, if you eat from that. What a beautiful scene, Mulana, I've mm, seen that. Mm, mm, mm. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. I have my own son, Mulana, I've seen him doing that every day. Ustad, that's love, Ustad. It builds love. I don't know, Ustad. I... Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. We have to conscientize the people, okay? We can't really run them down because maybe they have limited knowledge. Yeah, but inshallah, gee. explain the wisdom and hikmat behind it. It will encourage you. Yes, it will take you some time. Mm. But what a beautiful scene it is, Mulana. you putting a morsel of food in your wife's mouth and she's doing it. And subhanAllah, you know, Uzzul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to take a bath together. 
Hey, you, and, and, and I want to stop you there. I want to stop you there. You know, you just speak about Nabiya Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha. They used to bat. Listen to the question, Ustad. The brother says yes. from Nelfbrate, is it sunnah when we are intimate, we mustn't see each other's private part? Isn't she's halal for me? Nabi Salaam bat, Nabi Salaam had a bat with Hazrat Aisha, both were naked, and he looked at Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha's private part to start. Definitely not, Malana. That's an absolutely fabricated thing. There was no such thing that Hudud sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala took a bath in nudity. Never. There was always a garment that was worn. He like a lungi to cover. Yes, Ustad. Yes, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, Wallahi, my whole life, I never saw the satr of Rasulullah. And nor did Rasulullah see my satr. Allah. So it is haram for you to see the private parts of your wife. Ji. When you are being intimate, have that respect, some sharam and haya. Mm, 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 mm. And they, as I said, that's an absolute fabricated haram to even make that type of statement that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and other Aisha had a bath in nudity. Definitely not. In fact, the uh, hadith you know, goes one step further uh-huh. that they used to take a bath together. In the olden days, we had buckets, Molana. Uh-huh. You know, you have a container to take. You take water out with a, you scoop it out. So sometimes Rasulullah used to do it faster than Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hazrat Aisha, leave some water for me. Or she said, Ya Rasulullah, please leave some water for me. That is what it shows that the love and commitment. Sure. Yes, you do not break the laws of Sharia. Of course. Mm. Rasulullah sallallahu said, do not be intimate with your wife like animals. Cover yourself with a sheet. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. So I think the brother maybe is missing from Allah ta'ala give him, make him mouth for making that statement. But never, ever did my Habib, Hadid Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, my Habib was so, so modest that he never in his life touched a hand of a female. Never. Allah, I love you, Ustad. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah, Subhanallah. Good question, Mulana. It's good. Our, our listeners are asking these types of questions, inshallah. We need to educate them. Mm, mm, mm. And, and, and there's one more stage, Ustad. Is it sunnah to make ghusl? Why can't we just have a normal bath on a Friday? Anonymous sister, Ustad. Look, Malala, in the beginning of Islam, Abba uh-huh. Ikram were very poor. Uh-huh. Right? They didn't have money. They had to wear, you know, clothes made out of animal skin. Mm-hmm. Obviously, hot. You sweat a lot. And perspiration. And obviously, if you're going to come smelling into the masjid, is Isai Muslim, you're giving taklif to your Muslim brother. As Mufti Sahib was saying the other day, you know, a brother comes, he smokes and doesn't even gargle his mouth and mm. he's stinking with cigarettes. His clothing is smelling. It really puts me off. And I actually break my namaz and go mm. because I cannot come up that smell. So in the beginning, the Sahaba Ikiram, it was wajib to make khusal for Jummah. You must take a bath and come because you don't want to give the cleave to the Muslims and you don't want to pollute the masjid and you do not want to chase the malaikas away. Mm. And later on, when the Sahaba Ikram improved their lifestyle, Alhamdulillah, Allah gave them wealth, and Alhamdulillah, they could have better clothes. Then the Sallallahu changed the law and said, now it is sunnah. Mm. So Alhamdulillah, if you don't want to take a bath on Friday, you want to just make wudu, mm-hmm. your body is clean, Alhamdulillah, fine, Alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. It's not a must. Sometimes it happens, you are in suffer, you can't find mm. a proper place to take a bath. So Alhamdulillah, I'm clean, I've always been keeping myself clean, I'm making my istinja. Subhanallah, Muslim's body is always far. It never has a smell, Mulana, because from day one, from a child, from the time we do potty training of that child, 
we teach that child to make his tinja. Mm, 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 mm. There's no other, uh, I would say, religion that teaches this finer aspect of cleanliness and purity. Mm. This is only Islam. Allahu Akbar. Strip your nails, mm. remove your hair from under your armpit every Friday or once in two weeks. The most you can keep it for whatever reason, once in 40 days. Mm. It looks very unhygienic. That is why it is sunnah. Clip your nails on a Friday. Remove whatever unwanted hair from mm. under your arms, your pubic, pubic area. And keep the body clean. A Muslim, a Muslim is always parking. Mm. Mm. Allah Akbar. Ustad, I don't think we're going to finish. Somebody says here, tell Mulana Salim, is it sunnah to eat the crumbs from the tablecloth? And is it sunnah to eat on the floor? I feel that makes us feel old. Anonymous Ustad. Allah Akbar. Uh. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to say to the Sahaba, eat from what's in front of you. Sometimes some of us have a bad habit. Uh-huh. In the olden days, one and a half, we all used to eat from one big thali. Uh-huh. In some homes, we got that as, as a remembrance. What's that to start? That's a kucha. It's a big plate, Mulana. Uh-huh. And the whole family, they would put the rice and they would put the dal in some containers and each one would take from there and eat. Even during the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mm. Sahaba al-Kiram used to eat in that mm-hmm, fashion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one day Rasulullah saw a Sahabi, I think it was Hadad Anas radiallahu ta'ala, he was a small boy, and Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw him, you know, taking his hand and stretching across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, eat what is in front of you. One. Mm-hmm. Number two, Allah Pak has kept barakat in every grain of rice or food or morsel of food. Haq. So mm. if that piece of crumb or bread or rice or any portion falls on the dastarkhan. Maybe Allah has kept the barakah in that rice. Allah one Akbar. seed of rice. And you want to throw it away. That's why it is sunnah. Pick it up. Insha'Allah, and eat it. Don't ever throw those breadcrumbs away. So if the brother is asking that question, this is the hadith of Rasulullah because you don't know on which grain Allah has kept the barakah and mercy, you don't know. So it could have been that very same grain of rice that fell off your plate and you didn't eat it. Mm. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. Ustad, wait, Ustad, one more, one more, one more. Then maybe we can continue next week, Thursday. Uh, the brother wants to know, is it sunnah for our wives to have mendi on? Because he says sometimes it's, it's, it's things that's mendi. Ustad. Allah. Huh. I must give you one joke quickly. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm listening to you. <laughs> See, Allah created women very beautiful. Uh-huh. All in different colors, different shapes, different tastes. Each wife is beautiful for her husband. Indeed. Right? But the problem with this men here, Morana, is they like fruit salad. <laughs> That's the problem with them. They can't keep their eyes to their wives only, alhamdulillah, admire them and praise them. But oh. coming back to Mehendi, mashallah, it's a great sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Subhanallah, subhanallah. That's the beauty of a woman. You see, one day a lady came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and she pushed her hand under the parada. Rasulullah uh-huh. was giving something to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. sallam pulled his hand away. And he said, whose hand is this? And she said who she was and Rasulullah sallam said, no, go mm-hmm. and apply mehindi on your hand. It is a sunnah for women, inshallah, to put mehindi on their hand or on their feet, alhamdulillah, great benefit, because the perfume of a woman, Mulana, must have color. Allahu Akbar. Mehendi, mashallah, Mulana, after they apply it, yes, 
It's, 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 the smell is quite strong. It's quite uh, annoying. Yes, men don't like the smell of it. But after that, mashallah, they keep admiring the beauty of their the nails and the toenails of their wives. Subhanallah. That's the beauty. Why they put for the bride, Mulana? Mm. Doesn't that enhance the beauty of the bride? Subhanallah. Of course. So that husband, mashallah, you know, what must I tell you? Anyway, it's, you ask the question. It is sunnah for the ladies, inshallah, or the deed, to apply hina. This, putting nail polish and coming up with this funny, funny ideas that, you know, it's got halal, halal ingredients in it and all the kind of things. Where mm. there's doubt, stay out. Because if one portion of your nail is left not washed in wuzu or ghusl, your wuzu is not made, your ghusl is not made, and any ibadat that you made after that will never be accepted by Allah. Subhanallah. Because subhanallah. you are not in the state of purity. So the best way to beautify your nails or your hands for our sisters, mashallah, is apply mehendis. Yes, the hakims have also said that those who have extreme heat on their body, mashallah, they can apply it on the feet. You know, it draws the heat out of the body. Mm. Subhanallah. You find a lot of men also, they put it on the head. Some of them put it on their feet, but you cannot put it on the head and feet at the same time because then it will draw the entire heat out of the body and you can get a cold. So coming back towards the beauty of women, yes, it is a sunnah for them to apply. The beauty and the fragrance for women is color, not perfume. And the sunnah and perfume for men is that it must not have color and it must have fragrance. Hussal, we're going to leave it there. It's a minute after, uh, uh, after 10. Uh, unfortunately, time does not allow us. So, inshallah, next week, Thursday, we'll start. There's some very beautiful questions I'm going to ask you, inshallah. So, we will leave it there, inshallah. Okay. Amen, amen. And no insult meant, Mulana, we're trying to educate the ummah. Amen. And, and, and we are happy for Barakat Sahaba, Mulana. Alhamdulillah, we have an open policy. Any question you want to ask. Subhanallah. No question is a stupid question. Inshallah, if you don't know the answer, we'll ask Hazrat Mufti Sahib. Indeed. Your question and answer session with Mufti Sahib. Inshallah, you can raise it there. Our job is to give nasihat. Alhamdulillah. And if I don't know the master, I'll tell you, La Adri or Ma Adri, I don't know. Inshallah, we have Hazrat Mufti Sahib who's a professional. We can, inshallah, hand over the And he's, he's, he's standing and he's listening to you, Sad. He's listening. <laughs> I mean, well, time for me to leave you on this beautiful, mashallah, Thursday night uh, podcast, podcast. I will send it out to you. I see everybody wants, I see Kenya wants. Of course, uh, we say jazakumullah khair to our beloved honorable Fadila to Lustad Hazrat Manana. Salim Karim Damad Barakat to whom up next is the life of the Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Janab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam during the Meccan period by our beloved Sheikh Anwar Awlaki. That's up next, inshallah, on Merkataba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, As Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself, Prophet Tobela, all of you out there, Allahumma hadina, wahdi bina wahdina sa jami'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.